Blog Talk Radio. Shortly, well, 
<clears throat> we will be joined shortly. See, I, I've got a play of words by Fisher. If not, you know, like I said, I can move forward. Um, well, folks, <laughs> we're going to start off the show with a SmackDown live review because I kind of dipped into what I was talking about. So before I do that, what's up, US of A? What's up, Australia, UK, Latvia, Indonesia, Philippines? What's everyone? What's up, everyone who listens to me show? You can call in toll-free, man. It's not the 1-800-COLLECT like back in the day where you have to pay 25 cents to put in the pay phones that don't exist no more. Call on your cell phones, listen on your uh, listen on the Internet, however you do it, man. But we're going to start off with a SmackDown live review. Dig it. <laughs> Superstars coming about Kind of different, kind of new Don't know what quite to make of it But uh, the McMahons, Shane and Stephanie In the opening of Smackdown Live In Charlotte, North Carolina Yesterday on the 26th of February 2019 You saw That Kofi Kingston was supposed to sign the contract at Fastlane Is this, you know, a possible build-up for WrestleMania for Kofi Kingston to go one-on-one with the new Daniel Bryan for the SmackDown Live World Heavyweight Championship? A lot of play on words, but I got to tell you, folks, I believe Kofi Kingston will go one-on-one with the new Daniel Bryan. You know, Mr. McMahon, you know, he's doing a great job playing the role of bad, you know, bad guy, villain, whatever. It makes it for interesting, compelling TV, right? And why why is this occurring? Because it's near mania, man. You've got to keep this people, us folk, us smarks, us marks, whatever, you know, us fans, however you want to label ourselves. You've got to keep us interested. And how, what a better way to do that than to be the asshole that comes out of the curtain and says, by the way, Kofi Kingston, you're being replaced at WWE Fastlane. By the newly reinstated Kevin Owens, who had been away off injury. And um, I must say, folks, <clears throat> it makes very, very interesting mania. Could KO win the title? Could the New Day turn into the new Nation of Domination? Who knows? I'm just throwing just some random thoughts out there as a fan, you know, some very, very compelling TV. As I pull up my notes while I have you guys on the horn, just a quick reminder, folks, WrestleCon is Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the 5th, 6th, and 7th, WrestleMania weekend. We're taking a brief break before I go on to the next item on the agenda of the SmackDown Live review. WrestleCon is $69. Plus tax, if you print out a two-day pass, I suggest you do so. You can pre-order some tickets for certain superstars. They are going fast, so please hurry. Corey Gray, who's Renee Young, Christian. I got the list right here. What in the world? (laughs) Okay, so this year, folks, at WrestleCon, I can go down the list. Abyss has canceled. That's a fade. Angelico, uh, Fabi Apache, Bill After, Alicia Atel, Baby Doll. Bob Backlund, Buff Bagwell, Bandito, 
Dan Barry. And there's certain people that will be there on certain days only. So make sure that you get Friday and Saturday passes or whatever pass you want to get. All three-day is going to be more, but it's worth it. Trust me on that one. And I don't know about the non-refundable clause, but you can check out showclicks.com for more information or just go to wrestlecon.com, click under superstars to see the list yourselves. I'm just reading the list for convenience, even though you could easily do that on your computer, phone, or what have you. Adam Brooks, D'Lo Brown, King Kong Bundy, legend and Hall of Famer, soon to be. Colt Cabana will be both days. Sammy Callahan on Friday. Brian Cage. Gary Michael Capetta, former WCW announcer. So let's see here. Bill Carr. Shay. I wait. You know what? Folks, ladies and gents, please welcome to the show, I believe, Granny Hulkster, if you will. Well, hello, B-Train. I just thought I'd call and listen to your show that you're doing on Wednesday mornings now. Oh, no. Uh, I'm kind of glad you called. Let's see here, because I I just bought my ticket to WrestleCon, Granny. And, uh, (laughs) you know, people are bummed about not getting tickets. (laughs) I know, right? WrestleCon, folks, it will feature several people, and I was reading down the list. They have Christian will be there, Jonathan Coachman, no thanks. <laughs> um, Daphne, some of these people, okay, Sean Devari, Ted DiBiase is one of my all-time motivations as a one, you know. He was not a manager to start out, folks, but he's a former wrestler. He's one of my all-time favorites. He has the best saying in the world, every chief. And every royal has their price. I mean, every man has their price. Sorry. Kind of mistook that. Um, let's see here. Chris Dickinson, J.J. Dillon. That's a big one. Shane Douglas, Duke Drossy. Oh, Duke the drum, or Dumpster Drossy. Lita. She'd be out there with a photo op for 60 bucks, folks. Robbie Eagles, Bobby Eaton, Candace <coughs> Michelle. Oh, my my personal friend, beautiful Bobby Eaton. Well, if you get a chance to see Bobby Eaton be trained, please tell him that Granny Holster and her family said hello and that we miss him. We, I will definitely do so because I uh, trying to. I'm trying, Granny, to see how much it costs for. Um, I don't think podcasts are welcome folk at, at WrestleCon. I think it's just for wrestlers. Uh, let's see here. Jay- oh, great. James Ellsworth is going to be there both days, folks. His package is $40. <laughs> James Smellsworth, I mean Ellsworth. Um, he, uh, <laughs> the, as, as JBL put it, the human slug, I mean the slug. <laughs> I laugh so hard every time this JBO, how he would describe him, you know, during before and after matches, folks, it was hilarious. But anyways, moving forward, Phoenix will be there, Ric Flair, uh, Flamita, Mick Foley, Shofunaki, Francine from ECW, a lot of the Nitro girls normally, the former WCW folks will be there. So you have Jenny Garvin, Jordan Grace, Corey Graves, Granny, will be at WrestleCon. Um, oh, Joe. Vicky Guerrero. <laughs> I know. Right? I got to get my uh, my picture with Mister. I have six girlfriends on both SmackDown Live and Raw. <laughs> oh my! I mean, because I swear, dude. You know, <laughs> it's the cross between folks. You know, look, Graves is a great guy. Right? Well. <clears throat> That, that that remains to be seen, you know, and heard. But I'm glad Renee, and also Renee Young will be there. Uh, Jerry Lawler, yay! Scott Hall, I've met Billy Jer- Gunn will I've also met Jerry be Jerry Lawler there. on several occasions. Well, Granny, get this. You know, if you didn't get tickets to access, you can meet Billy Gunn, one of the inductees for the Hall of Fame. By the way, folks, speaking of WWE Hall of Fame, I'm going to segue into this for uh, for time being, folks. You know. Honky Tonk Man is the second induction into the WWE class of 2019 Hall of Fame. 
live from wow. Barclays Center. You can catch them. Yes, the Honky Tonk Man was announced last night on SmackDown Live as being the second inductee into the Hall of Fame. So now we have five total. I don't know who the other ones are going to be, but I am excited, folks. Bret Hart, I've already got his autograph from last year, but he has a package going on for autograph and signing. He also sells sunglasses, folks, at WrestleCon. I wanted, Granny, I didn't know you last year, but if, I wanted, if I'd known, I would have gotten you some Bret Hart shades. <laughs> oh, that would be really nice of you. No, I hope you didn't mind me calling in this morning. I just kind of wanted to listen to your show, what it was all about on Wednesday morning. So, you know. Well... Well, Granny, the main bulk of today's discussion, you know, was going to be about how AEW, it's weird, Granny, it's like history repeating itself. I don't know if you remember, WCW was networked on, let's see here, the Superstation, TBS, and they also had a show on TNT. So, reports have cited that they are targeting TNT and TBS, and I'm thinking, oh, Christ. I believe, wow. folks, when you look at the, yeah, see, that's why I told you, Granny, history, it's not confirmed yet, but multiple websites, including the idiot that I don't really, or I won't call him idiot because he's making more money than moi, but uh, Dave Meltzer and various other places, or sites, I should say, CBS Sports, Cage Side Seats, you name it, they have reported that AEW will be doing business or might be, it's not confirmed yet, but they might be networking with TNT and TBS. And I'm thinking, can you say WCW's name louder or their company name louder? <clears throat> because to me, I, you know, look, look, dude, they've got Cody Rhodes, Hangman Page, <clears throat> they've got Chris Jericho, they've got Omega, they've got the Young Bucks. Um, they're about to get an influx of former WWE superstars. They have not confirmed who, but they're having their first event on May 25th, folks, at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas, and they've already sold 12,000 seats. They sold 12,000 seats in four minutes flat. So, if that's any indication that, oh yeah, should WWE be worrying? No. Like I told you guys, to me, wrestling is wrestling. If you guys want to align yourself with AEW, cool. I'll still watch WWE. I'll still watch AEW. Might confuse the fuck out of all of you, but um, I'm one to give a company a chance to see what it's about. And if it's I am too. Super entertaining. Yeah, and if it's super entertaining, sure. You know what? I mean, I just, I'm one of those guys that will say, okay, uh, give your talent a chance. Like, I, I, I've, Ring of Honor, House of Glory, there, there's like a shit ton of saturation out east when it comes to professional wrestling. And not just out east, but the fandom expands way beyond WWE. The, w, the AEW-WCW parallel is that there was once upon a time a road in WCW. Once upon a time in 1994 or 95 is when Hogan's contract had expired in WWE. He left and went to WCW. Cody Rhodes' contract never expired, but he just asked for his release. And so... I'm not comparing Cody to Hogan, but he has kind of been the front runner for Ring of Honor, was the front runner for Ring of Honor when it came to main eventing things and making the company widely known. So, what's the parallels from WCW to AEW? I can explain. There's a lot of people leaving. WWE as normal. There's been people leaving. Now there's people coming back. And you think folks that Vince and Hunter and Stephanie and Shane don't take notice of what AEW is doing? Hunter said at the press conference we'll see what they're doing. We'll keep our eyes wide open at their product. But we're going to continue to do what we are doing. 
in you know I and also Granny I read on my news feed yeah I don't know if you're familiar with Bruce Pritchard yo yes yes Bruce Pritchard folks has returned full time to WWE creative how do I know this because like I said I'm not going to name names but good old Brian Rails has uh a Facebook news feed that has is and is full of connections through which can give me some very vital information on my podcast. And like I said, I'm not going to name names, but if you're not familiar with Dr. Love or any of the Pritchard brothers and what they've done in wrestling, Dr. Death, so you know what not that's not Pritchard, but dude, nice try. <laughs> Dr. What the Bruce Pritchard brother love be trained? Yes, and this fan thought it was Dr. Death Steve Williams, and I'm thinking, um, what pipe have you been smoking, my friend? It's too early in the morning for that. <laughs> but he was brother love. Yes, and he, he was the one, folks, to introduce you to The Undertaker uh, at the Survivor Series, and he's worked on... Um, He's countlessly, you know, came back, retired, came back, retired. It's kind of like Rick Turner. You know, Granny, I noticed something on Raw. Rick was, he said he's in pain. But if you look at the camera shots of Ric Flair, he's smiling. Just a little bit. Yeah. Trying not to laugh. <laughs> and it's like, okay, well, you know, folks, a little segue, but anyways. So how, you know, today's show theme is how is AEW similar? Mm. I can give you the real on that. To WCW. Back in the day uh, when things were not going so good, they, it's not that they weren't going so good, it's the money, man. Imagine if Scott Hall and Kevin Nash did not venture into WCW. Imagine if Cody Rhodes did not venture into Ring of Honor. I mean, all this has a parallel. It's weird. It is so... It's weird to me because so many times, folks, you see a lot of wrestling companies come and go. Like, hmm, New Japan's not going anywhere anytime soon, but WCW, once upon a time, had so much talent and so many people going in and out like a revolving door. I'm not shitting you. You had Eddie Guerrero, Dean Malenko, Benoit, Perry Saturn, Raven. Some guys from ECW even went to WCW because WCW became like this unstoppable, you know, force that was competing with WWE. Um, I remember Tony Schiavone, the one night, not just the night where they announced Nick Foley's championship changing hands, or no, or, Rick, or the Rock's title changing hands. Um, that ultimately changed the course of history, folks. So will AEW have that same, or make that same mistake? No, because the president of AEW, Tony Khan, was saying how we're going to give the guys better production value, we're going to give them insurance. Well, folks, when you are a wrestler, you are an independent contractor. And I'm not saying they don't deserve insurance. All I'm saying is, you know, some of the stuff, there's there's already some shots back and forth going on. And all I can tell you is I don't stay into that crap. If I meet you, I will shake your hand. I'm not getting into the political drama bullshit of professional wrestling because some of you are asking which side do you choose. Um... If he wants to make comments about insurance, my response to that is, you know, good luck. I hope the company does well, because then that product for every other company is going to get better. Because now all eyes, all eyes are on the freaking cracking company of AEW. They've got, they've got so many names, Granny. I think my thing is with them is they've got so many names. And they said, we'll pay our guys well. And I'm thinking, okay, well. Been through this dance before where wrestling companies 
are good for the first 10 years of their existence, and then they completely fade. So, my question for AEW is, how are you going to maintain all those names? I'm not saying you can't do it, but there's a lot of parallels between you guys and WCW. One is that when WCW started getting every single name possible, Sting, Hogan, Flair, Savage, Piper, Paul, Nash, Diamond Brothers, I mean, it just, Mean Gene, Okerlin, Bobby Green. You got some guys that are formerly WWE working with AEW, great. But my question, you know, is like, how is it not similar to WCW, though? And what, I mean, now you have social media. Now you are accountable for what you say and do. So, will social media play a factor for AEW? Sure as hell, dude. I mean, to sell out 12,000 seats in the span of four minutes, and it grabs the attention. It grabbed the attention of The Rock. Grab the attention of The Undertaker, Jim Ross, who still, you know, he's, I guess you could say, Granny, he's neutral in this whole situation because it, he has a big history with not just WWE. He didn't start out in WWE. Most people think that's where he rose to fame. I mean, no, he got experience, folks, in the old territories. There's old voice clippings of J.R. Jim Ross, NWA, WCCW. He's worked in Japan. I mean, I'm getting a lot of questions now asking me why, bat, why you know, are you bashing on AEW? No, I'm just questioning it because TNA was great. You know, they were the new hip thing when it came along. And I'm not going to lie, I did watch when it had... AJ Styles, you know, the X Division, Alex Shelley, all of them. But to parallel WCW, I mean, the parallels are just, it's creepy. You've got <coughs> big names all around there. You've got a billionaire president running, running the ship. I don't know if it will succeed, but I give it a chance. I mean, it's it's a variety wrestling watch. That's all it is. To me, I I've seen Revolver. I have seen Evolve. I want to see more. That's just the wrestling fan in me telling you what I think about AEW. All Elite Wrestling is comprised of former. Superstars that were not, yeah, former people that worked in the respective companies like Lucha Underground, New Japan, Ring of Honor, WWE. Um, some of these are up and coming indie stars. You know, Billy Gunn. You know what, folks? Here's, here's what I'm going to say because I'm getting a lot of messages on Instagram about this. Um, if. If they, you know, continue to succeed and make fans happy, that's all that matters. If you guys want to stick to, because they have the Elite and Marty Stroll and Zack Sabre Jr. And I'm sure that's not who makes or comprises of the Elite. Forgive me, man. I'm just telling you. Which reminds me. Want to get inside my head, folks? You're about to. It's going to get... Fairly interesting. So, I cannot promise you folks that if you have. Okay, before I begin, if you have small children, put headphones over their ears, earmuffs, cotton inside their eardrums, because my words possibly will offend you, and you will not get any money back guarantee because I'm not a company. Well, I am. <laughs> but, anyways, buckle up, fuckers. You're about to get inside my head. Dig it. <laughs> Look in my eyes 
sure they eventually st- will start doing because they're already they're already scouting stadiums because they know they could sell. Isn't that amazing? They're already scouting soccer stadiums. They're scouting arenas. And ironically enough, well, I would love, they love was, it if they came to. I would love it if they came to Arkansas. I mean, you know, I'd even be willing to drive to Little Rock. To see this show, I mean, Fort Smith, Arkansas. I mean, hey, they want to bring it to Arkansas, bring it on, guys, because I would love to see it. And you I guarantee they come close, they come close enough to Granny. Granny's going to be front row. You know, <laughs> if I if I can afford, you know, afford the front row seats, you better believe I will be front row to see these matches. Um, Britt Baker. Um, let's see here. Let's see here. Britt Baker. Okay. Yeah, Britt Baker, Tessa Blanchard, Eva Leaves. There's more females, folks, that are, are joining also the fray of, of AEW. One difference between AEW and WCW is WCW was not known for having female wrestling talent, although they acquired at one point in time, uh, a long time ago, Sensational Sherry, Medusa, Luna Vachon. Luna Vachon was in between companies, though. She got <clears throat> called back and forth in between WWE. But the parallels are... I, I'm, it's going to be interesting, folks, to see who goes where. Um, they said that they pay better. Honestly, when it comes to professional wrestling, how can you... I mean, maybe I'm not engrossed in that area. Maybe I could learn a lot more. But when you say the word, it pays better, dude, let me call you out on that shit. When it's professional wrestling, and you are, by name, known by the audience, like Cody Rhodes, like Chris Jericho, like Kenny Omega, Hangman Page, Joey Janela... The list goes on and on. When you are paid, you're paid. If you're not satisfied mentally, yeah, there's a difference. But when I read that, Granny, I kind of, it irked me when I saw it. I was like, dude, when you get paid, period, I'm pretty sure that that money gets invested however it gets invested, and you make you make the most of your opportunities at signings and bookings and whatnot. It's not just I'm getting a paycheck. That's that's the number one thing that will irritate me is if a wrestler <coughs> just does it you know, for a hobby. You know, at least Kevin Nash at Hall of Fame said, "If you think I did this for the money, you were probably right." See, I appreciate that kind of honesty, but. Have the president say we pay our guys better, we have a better plan. Hmm, okay, well. Dude, how long has your company been in existence? I'm not saying that AEW is going to flunk, but I am going to call you out on I have money, you know, I have better plans. You know, I have bigger and better plans for these guys. Okay, that's great. What are you putting on the table? The guys like Ty Dillinger or T.J. Perkins to say if they even come AEW's way. What about Dean Ambrose? What about all the guys that are going to come through your curtain and you say, I have a better plan? There's already guys in your front office. Oh, freaking frag, dude. If you if you have guys already in your front office being a part of creative, I hope that they work well with the plans you guys have in place because as soon as you start having politics going on in your joint, like favoritism, for example, that could be a problem. You already have guys that are well on board with the plan. So, like I said, I don't dabble in politics, but I, it did catch my attention that this guy, you know, he's got a great plan in place. 
He's play. He's paying his wrestlers. They've already got venues scouted out. Well, you better, dude, because wrestling is fairly important to us. And I would love to see what you have to put on the table. But don't ever say <clears throat> the words, we have a better payment plan. You have not been in existence for that long, dude. Yes, you're a billionaire. So is Vince McMahon. Yes, he's lost a lot of money. But the thing that really parallels WCW and AEW is they're already making claims, Granny, and bold claims at that. Um, you know, and they can back it up. That's the thing. WCW backed it up for a very long time, and they competed with Vince toe-to-toe until, oh, wow, 2000, 2001, when the company went belly up. And they're saying, some people are saying, well, WCW might, or WCW, AEW might flunk. And I'm like, no, it's not that they won't flunk, but they better keep and pay attention to, I have to keep the talent happy. And the talent seems happy, but also, I don't know if a thing or two about running a wrestling company. I've read, that doesn't mean I know, but when you make a beeline to say, I pay, you know, we have better plans, what exactly are you referring to, my friend? Are you? I, I read under there that they have insurance plans, okay? I'm pretty sure that when you're a wrestler... You are an independent contractor, and you can find an insurance that works with you. Like, let's say your rental gets into a car accident, or you get hurt, so you go to the hospital, and you have, you have coverage, or you pay out of pocket, however you do it. It's, it's preference, really. That's the only thing that bothered me thus far about AEW. Everything else looks promising, you know, the talent. It, it looks... Not just fairly interesting. I mean, come on. The 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 one you know, like I said, the reason why I titled my show the AEW WCW Parallel is because how can you not think <coughs> that WCW and AEW do not have similarities? Are they, if they have a show on Thursday, Granny, I'm just gonna I'm gonna die laughing. Because that's following the same form. Yeah, if they have a show on Thursday, folks, I will piss my pants laughing saying, you know, it's a lot better for this day and age because you have more than America Online to help you along. And AOL's still around, surprisingly, folks. It's just not as pro- it's just not as promising as uh, Google or um, Spectrum or whatever is out there. It's all about... The competition. And some people say, well, WWE is not worried about what the other companies are doing. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't speak for Hunter. I don't speak for Vince. I certainly do not speak for Stephanie or Shane or any of the McMahon family. But I can tell you, they are paying attention to what fans are wanting. Right now, the show is getting more interesting on WWE side from the perspective that they're centering it around Becky Lynch. And now, Granny, I don't know how you felt about this, but um, but I know Icon has his reservations about Kevin Owens. <laughs> well, he, I, I saw some very vocal opinions today on, or I think, I think he posted either late last night or early this morning on Facebook about Kevin Owens. He even sent a text message to Big Swing and Doug Masters and myself sometime last night and I was like you know because I didn't get to see Smackdown last night I was busy printing up the bulletin for our Moose Lodge and I had to get that out so um, I was diligently trying to get that and I got most of it done last night I got home about 1230 this morning went to bed so I didn't even get to see SmackDown last night, but I mean, you know, Icon fans, he he absolutely despises Kevin Owens. I mean, I don't like Kevin Owens, but my dislike for Kevin Owens is probably, I mean, I don't like the guy, but I don't voice my opinion as such as Icon does. I mean, he gets pretty gets pretty vocal when it comes to not liking Kevin Owens. I mean, 
that being said, I just, you know. I think, though, Granny, this is what, you know, this is what I believe. If you've been out of action and you get entitled to that, I understand the fans, you know, getting upset. But listen, folks, listen and listen well. Imagine how much more pull Kofi Kingston will have with Shane, with Stephanie, as to getting a match at WrestleMania 35. Wouldn't you? And I said this before. Wouldn't you rather have the match between Kofi Kingston and Daniel Bryan, the new Daniel Bryan who likes to call himself a goober? <clears throat> I love I love all these guys to death because they entertain us. So um, you're not going to hear my unbiased opinion, but I do think they'd be a really cool match for a triple threat of Kevin Owens, Kofi Kingston, and the new Daniel Bryan because I believe those three could tear the house down. And you know, Granny, it's funny – some of our match suggestions have made it to both Raw and SmackDown Live. I wonder if but, the McMahons well, it, are listening to our show. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, you, it's, kind of, it's kind of funny that you were talking about Daniel Bryan and Kevin Owen and, and Kofi Kingston. And actually, you know, Icon last night, he, he sent a text message, and I'm watching SmackDown right now, and Kevin Owens can kiss my ass, you know, um, and Big Swing says he's going to be the new champion, and then he says, I already see how this is setting up. He's going to beat Daniel Bryan at Fastlane, and Kofi Kingston is going to get his redemption and beat Kevin Owens at WrestleMania. That is Big Swing's prediction. Um, I predict something that might shock fans. But you know what? I, I do. If they took my suggestion, which they probably don't, I mean, it's just a hypothetical. And I said this <clears throat> jokingly the New Day could be the new nation. True. Of domination. Very true. Because, because look, the man screwed Kofi, right? And mm-hmm. the, the New Day is not, they're not a group to be messed with. Because look at the taglines, man. They they are a group in which has been inside Hell in a Cell and wars with the Usos, and not just the Usos. They have been a group that's withstood the the turbulent or the freaking trials, wars with uh, Luke Harper and Eric Rowan, the Bludgeon. They survived, Granny, and they became they overcame it and won the tag team championships. Um, they've been into a lot of Royal Rumbles. All the members have uh, Big E, Kofi. So, what I understand is Kofi Kingston is not going to be happy that he got. Completely, as Byron Saxon put it, you know, screwed out of an opportunity. But you got to understand, folks, Kevin Owens has been on the shelf for a very long time. And I know Icon and I will agree to disagree. But, look, if Kevin Owens wins the championship, would it be Kofi versus Kevin? Can we possibly get that? Or will it be a triple threat? Will Daniel Bryan retain at Fastlane? And some of you saying that Fastlane's a sleeper pay-per-view. No, it's not. And some say, well, it's a Fastlane to nowhere. You idiots. Let me just just put it to you like this. If you think Fastlane's a sleeper pay-per-view, it's the precursor to WrestleMania. The builds start from Royal Rumble. It's a precursor from Rumble all the way up to Fastlane. Fastlane tells you, okay, this, these are the stories that fans can watch out for, possibly see on Monday Night Raw and Tuesday Night SmackDown Live, which I heard they've been, they might be moving it to Fox. They mean, a lot of shit be put out by Dave Meltzer. And let me tell you, I don't mind you, sir. You make more money than me. I give you credit where credit is due. I wish I had your journalism prowess. Not really, because not really. Because you kind of ruined WrestleMania 34 for some of us. Now, with that being said, even though he's the number one rumor mill reporter, let me just throw this out here. 
Uh, let's see. Hmm. To stay on topic, Granny, AEW and WCW parallel. Hmm. Let me think on that one, shall I? <clears throat> WCW, WCW. Woo wee! A lot of names. When, when there's too many names in the ki- when there's too many cooks in the kitchen, you're gonna have a lot of a lot of the sous chefs and a lot of the head chefs getting upset with one another. I'm just saying, I I wish you guys the best of luck, and I know that you guys will be successful. But for how long can you put out the same amount of talent, the same amount of satisfaction from the fans? That's my Challenge question for AEW Because I know they can do it I know they can I'm just putting it out there man You guys I love my brothers and sisters In professional wrestling Um, I'm not downing you guys But my challenge question Is for how long Can you keep it up That's very well said my friend Very well said because I got a funny story. I, I well, go ahead and finish what you were going to say. I got something funny I want to share with you before you end your show today that you'll get a kind of a kick out of. All right. <clears throat> well, <clears throat> what I was going to say is because WCW lasted for a very, very long time, and they made some mistakes along the way. And I'm just going to say, Ring of Honor, um, a guest, Gabe was on the show with uh, Colt Cabana saying um, Vince McMahon's show is a machine and I didn't want to run up against his show. Uh, If you do decide to do that, be fair warned, claws will come out and awesome wrestling will ensue. So I'm not, I'm not worried. I get good wrestling from both you guys. It's going to be an amazing ride is one thing. I had that one challenge question for you because I want to see how successful you guys really, really truly are. That's all. All right, Granny, what's the funny story? Well, um, you know Tommy Snow. I mean, when you lived in Kansas City, you know who Tommy Snow is, don't you? Well, I called Tommy the other day because I hadn't talked to Tommy in quite some time. And, you know, he had to retire from wrestling. They had that big benefit show for him that I wish I could have been a part of. Um, But I called him the other night because I – just had been thinking about him, you know, and his multiple sclerosis had come back, so he had to, you know, hang up his boots, which was very, very sad. But I shared with him that, you know, I'm going to Vegas in June. Well, you know Tommy, you know, um, he, his funny annex and everything. He says, Granny, I need you to do me one thing, and it will not <laughs> take much effort on on your part, I promise. So I'm like, okay, what do you want me to do? He says, you have got to wear your original granny shirt to Vegas and have somebody take a picture of you and post it on Facebook and send it to me on Facebook because he says, granny holster in Las Vegas. Las Vegas will never be the same. said, okay, I said, I'll see what I can do. So I've got to remember, fans, the first thing I pack in my suitcase before I go to Vegas in June is my original granny shirt to to do that for Tommy. I thought you would get a big kick out of that B-Train. I mean, you know. (laughs) I love Tommy, folks, because he's he's such a fun-loving dude and very... Uh, very passionate about professional wrestling, and he loves his fans. He treats them with respect. He's got a very dry sense of humor. Um, I remember getting bashed in the skull with a chair uh, by Mr. Snow, which I still feel to this day. But you know what? Love you, brother. I think that you, you know, you're a great mentor and. And, you know, good trainer, um, good advice giver, that, you know, this, that, the other. But I, you know what? Uh, it's, you're right, Granny. It was said that he had to hang up these boots. So, 
But, yeah, you know, and, and like the old saying goes, fans, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. You know, now, I don't know. Granny has never been to Las Vegas ever. And, I mean, I've, I flew over Las Vegas um, about seven years ago when I had to go to California for uh, a convention. But <clears throat> Granny has never been in Vegas. So that's going to be very interesting. Of course, I'm going to be very busy with meetings as such. So I'm not going to have a lot of time to um, tour Las Vegas. You know, I'm not going to have a lot of time to do much of anything except go to meetings and as such. But, you know, but I, I, I told Tommy, I said, I will do my very best to try to do that for you, my friend. So, you know. But you know what? But leave Danny, it to, t- leave it really to Tommy. Stupid. You're going to Raider territory. So I know you're going to wear your silver and black granny shirt. I know it. I just feel in my heart. No, no, I I don't have, I don't have, I don't have a silver and black shirt. I don't even have a Raiders shirt, which, you know, um, I'm going to have to, unfortunately, you know, unfortunately, unfortunately, (laughs) granny is going to have to wear, for the most part, granny is going to have to wear a lot of dresses while I'm out there. So for, to my meetings as such. So, you know, well, that's okay. You know, (laughs) I mean, I you know, it is what it is. You know, I I'm going there to get my star recorder degree for the Women of the Moose. Plus, I'm going to be involved in some other uh, special ceremony type things. So, you know, I have to wear some dresses. You know, but that's okay. I don't mind wearing dresses. You know, um, it is what it is. But you know, uh, but I just I wanted to share that funny story with you, and also. When you see Bobby Eaton, and I'm sure that more than likely Brian Thompson, his booking agent, is going to probably be with Bobby. Now, when you mention my name and if Brian Thompson happens to be there with Bobby Eaton, Brian Thompson may may mention a lot of grief about me, you know, back from the TCW days. You know, Brian Thompson and I, we have a... We have a uh, a history, but it was a fun time. It was a fun thing, you know. He was always <laughs> hollering for security, you know, when TCW was running. He's like, security, security, security. I mean, he's the one that said, Granny, what do you think you're doing? This isn't fans bring your own weapons match when Tommy Dreamer grabbed my cane and hit Matt Riviera with my cane, you know. I mean, oh, I, no. Brian... Well, you know, I mean, it was it was the last TCW show that they did, Last Stand, and <clears throat> Tommy was going around grabbing weapons. It was kind of like anything goes, you know, and I was standing up taking pictures, and he just took my cane out of my hand and knocked Matt to the ground and kind of twisted my cane down near the nether regions and went down swinging my cane, and it was one of those fold-up ones, so it looked like he broke it, and they're like, oh, my God, he broke Granny's cane, and then he comes back and takes the handle, tucks the handle under Matt's tights and pulls up on the bottom of the cane, gives him a really serious wedge and makes him hop like a bunny rabbit, you know, but... Wait a minute. I mean... (laughs) That's pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you can probably YouTube, I mean... If you typed in TCW Last Stand on YouTube, you could probably find that match. It was like November 2013. I mean, it was like the last episode that they, last show that they ever did for TCW. So, you know. But Brian Thompson could probably say. Well, I was going to (laughs) say. I I really want to meet Vicky Guerrero because I think I, I, um. I did not meet her last year, but I'm only also going to consider meeting Neville or Pac as he goes by. And uh, what should I call it? I do. I so desperately want to meet Corey Graves again. (laughs) Briefly touch base with him at a comedy show outside for Dolph Ziggler, um, his comedy show in New York. But uh, Graves seems like an interesting character to me. (laughs) And Renee Young. I want to. I want to meet Renee Young. She seems like a very bright, bubbly personality type. Oh, I person. would love. I would love to meet Renee Young. I would love to meet Renee Young. I wonder what Corey granny, Graves this, would it, think of Granny. I, I wonder what Corey Graves would think of Granny Holster. 
he might say that you're an untamed old lady who just screams and hollers at people for no good reason, or rhyme or reason, because he is, you know, Corey Graves <laughs> can tend to be pretentious when he has announcing, right? So I think, you know, who is this egregious old lady, untamed, unkept? She's screaming in the face for no reason. What is she waving her finger in the face for? I, she don't know if she washed her hands. <laughs> Well, you know, I kind of like maybe screaming Corey Graves' face, you know. I mean, I'm sure I could find a few choice things to say to Mr. Graves. <laughs> like, pick your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, bring it on, big boy, you know. I mean, you want to play? I mean, uh, let's go for it, you know, here. <laughs> well, I think, I'm game, you well, know. I also... I wish Nikki Cross would be there, Granny, because, like, I was going to go to Access, but some of the things that I want you'll be shown, fans, on our Instagram, Russell <laughs> underscore radio, which has been blessed to be a full year. I keep it updated. I keep putting art on there. I'm going to show Granny when I see her uh, on the 9th, right? I'll see you on the 9th. 9th of March. Yeah, 9th of March at WFC in Tahlequah, okay. Oklahoma. Well, I'm excited because hopefully the weather's better, folks. None of this nasty weather shiza. Looked at Hurricane, not Hurricane Ryan, might as well be Hurricane Ryan. It's out coming northeast, Granny. Go away, snow. Can you know, just tuck it away and, and just put it in the pocket and be like, okay, Mother Nature, we only get spring, fall, and summer. All right, I'm done. I just... So how much how much snow do you all have right now, B Train? How much snow do you all have right now? By a tally, look at my weather channel. I have to see how many inches because <clears throat> I don't know for sure. But it's been like I always tell people, Granny, when they come, I say, make sure that when you come to New York, you do not keep your phones outside your pocket. They will die. And that includes iPhones, Androids, and whatnot. But we've gotten like, let's see here. According to this, five to seven in the last three days, and it's been. Wow. Well, we're they're talking I, they're talking freezing rain for us tonight and into tomorrow. I don't think we're supposed to get any snow, but I've heard we're supposed to get ice, which is not a good thing in Arkansas because people do not know how to drive when it's icy around here. I mean, they drive like idiots anyway, but when there's ice on the roads, it's it's even worse. It's, I mean, I kid you not, see, because a year ago in January, we went to Maumel, Arkansas, down by North Little Rock for a CWA show. It was the last show that they did. And um, we uh, – well, not not the last show that they did, the, the next to the last show that they did. But anyways, we were coming back the next morning through Clarksville, Arkansas, and we hit ice. And we're like – Five to ten miles an hour for about an hour and a half. People were off into the ditches. People were, I mean, trucks were stopped. I mean, big semi-trucks were, like, pulled off the side of the highway. I mean, it took us almost normally less than a two and a half, three hour, not even a three hour drive. It took us four and a half hours to get from Maumel to Springdale because when we hit Clarksville, we hit that ice for a good, oh, probably 50, 60 miles. And once we got past Clarksville, then it was it, it was okay, but it was just that one little spurt right through there. It took us like an hour and a half to get from Clarksville to where we were not driving on ice. Holy so, crap, Granny! Yeah. Four and a half. Oh my lord! Ooh. Yeah, I mean That's it was. A, it. Uh, I mean, and 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 the thing was, it just hit like early that morning. We left Maumel, and I told my husband, I told David and Anthony, I said, had I known it was going to do this, 
I probably would have went ahead and drove back for Maumelle the night before because, I mean, it just, like, we got up and left, like, at 6 o'clock that morning. And when we hit Russellville, it was just starting to sleep. But by the time we got to Clarksville, oh. it was just like a solid sheet of ice. I mean, you couldn't go more than 10 or 15 miles an hour at the most. If you did, if you did 20, you were doing good. But you, if you were doing 20 miles an hour, you started slipping and sliding. It was that bad. So it was like you just... I mean, we were creeping along. I mean, it was just like I was almost, I was almost afraid to drive. I was almost tempted to pull off somewhere and just say, "Hey, I'm gonna spend the day here. You know, I'm gonna let this stuff melt. You know." But I mean, we made it. We made it home safe and sound. But it was just like, oh, it was like nerve wracking. Uh, let's just say one time. It took because I it was scary because the train was kind of like trying to f- not flip. Thank God, you know that would suck. But um, it was went from the tunnel. It stopped. We waited for about twenty five thirty minutes until they gave us the all clear. And when we got out, I was like, "Holy snowmageddon!" <laughs> It's supposed to be, folks, I don't normally do weather forecasts, but you know the eccentricity of my show. So if you live in the Brooklyn area, <clears throat> today is going to be 31 degrees. Uh, actually, yeah, 31 degrees, and it's going to be in the 40s out east, so luckily I'll be able to see Curtis. Eh. Hey, big bro, what's up? I message you anyway, so you know you know the deal. Good old B train will be clear to fly uh, next week because it's saying there's a few flurries, Granny, here. But for the ninth, folks, it should be in the clear. It looks like, yeah, 43 degrees and rainy, so not freezing rain. So looks like we're finally in the spring. Yay! Except for um, if we're on the subject of weather, if you're going to a wrestling show and it's snow, be careful, please. If it's ice, just get a hotel. Do not try and chance it. You'd be stupid if you do. And if you're brave enough, fine, drive at 20 miles per hour on an icy road. But I suggest not doing so because you have your health to worry about. If you are brave and bold enough, get a freaking uh, Cadillac. Escape or something that has four wheel drive, even then those cars can also slide. So when going I can tie this into wrestling, folks, that's why I'm doing this. When you do a show in bad weather, you will have an audience that braves it out. But see in New York, Granny, we have trains, so people are bold enough to go out because they could just walk to the train stop. And go directly from their substation or from which borough directly to a show. And we metro passes, they're $116, folks, for a whole month. $33. If, if, Granny, if you come, I'll, I'll show you the whole deal about how to get a metro pass and whatnot. It's much easier to maneuver on a train than it is a car. Okay, so I have 40 minutes left on the dead air time, but Granny, thank you for coming on the show. Hello? I'm sorry, I'm here. So I I appreciate you letting me be on the show with you today. I just wanted to call and see how your show is going, so. It's, it's, It's a work in progress, you know. But um, we will definitely see, you know, where it goes from here. So, anyways, folks, I'm Bill Brian Rounds, and if you didn't like what I had to say, and I got three choice words for you, forget about it. And the guest host today on today's show is Granny Hoaxer. If you didn't like what she had to say, well, wait, I'm not going to say. And Granny. And if you didn't like what Granny Hoaxer had to say, what you going to do when Granny Hoaxer goes crazy on you? 
that does it for today's show, folks. You can download us on iTunes. I will be working with a friend to create a new logo. Some new video promos will be in the works. A show called The Tracks of Life will be a thing. I'm going to be working with a professional filmographer on this. I'm going to work out a payment price. Whatnot, get it all in progress, get it all done. Uh, that's it. So, welcome to the madness. Dig it. Look in my eyes, what do you see? The cost of The cult of personality The cult of personality